You got to operate in truth, right? Operate in truth. Tell the truth. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Gator Truth Florida Football Podcast. I'm Daniel, and on this episode, we're going to talk about the Gators hosting the Vanderbilt Commodores. But first, I do have a few things to say. About this time last week, I was at the Delta Terminal at MCO, or Orlando International Airport, and on one of the walls, they had Tangled playing. And what I didn't know is I saw a little bit of a prophecy happening at that time. The part of Tangled that was on was when Rapunzel and Flynn Rider are sitting there in the boat in the band. They're singing at Last I See the Light. Well, believe it or not, it seems like a lot of Gator fans and pundits seem to be singing that song right now, having to do with the need for an offensive coordinator and seeing a lot of issues that have been detailed on this podcast, such as the running short of the sticks on third, fourth down with passing routes, such as running into seven, eight, nine men boxes. Now, there are other um, podcasts such as Gear Nation Football Podcasts who have pointed it out, and they do great video breakdowns, which have been used. But seeing that Kentucky really showed a dark side of we can't seem to come back when we're down multiple scores, especially this season, it is interesting that watching a Disney movie in a terminal seems to be prophetic. Figured I'd share that just a little fun beat, but it'll be a storyline worth watching going forward, and we will talk about that when we get into our preview. And let's just have some fun with it. I'll be honest, I've been a little bit under the weather this week, uh, was when we recorded on Monday, and I'm still a little bit today. In fact, I've got about an hour to have to take more meds, but hopefully this comes out sounding pretty good for you guys. With that said, let's get into it. Vandy at Gator Storylines. This is the Gators' last quote-unquote easy game on the schedule. We talked about this in the preseason. We've talked about it when we were talking about seizing our opportunity, and we will continue to talk about it. How the front half of the Gators' schedule went. Harder game, easy game, harder game, easy game, harder game, easy game, harder game for the first seven games. This is the last of those easy games. And then you've got a grueling five-game stretch after the bye week in the last five games. And that's not to say we can take Vanderbilt lightly. Obviously, we did last year. We saw that turned out. But at the same time, there's not going to be a worse team on our schedule left than Vanderbilt. First thing we got to do against Vanderbilt is bounce back from the Kentucky loss. Last year, we lost to Kentucky, and the very next game was against a bad USF team. Ended up firing Jeff Scott, their coach, and they finished 1-11, yet here we were struggling with them, and we were a missed field goal away from going to overtime. We can't let that happen this year. We'll get into some of the injuries and other issues that may contribute for this game for the Gators. However, this is a game where we cannot come out flat. We cannot struggle against a bad team after Vandy because these Commodores actually have some good things to them. They have plenty of bad things to them, but they do have some good things. And as we've seen with like the Charlotte game, if we don't come out prepared, if we don't come out on our A game, 
the game can stay close and the closer games stay, the more underdog teams feel they're in it. Excuse me. And with that said, I also have to say it is a must win for Billy Napier. I know I've come on here and talked about must wins versus Tennessee and must win here and there a few times, but if you think there's noise in the system now for Billy Napier, and there are people now definitely calling for his job, I don't agree with that. I think that's a little premature, a little bit off. But if you think there's noise now, try losing to Vanderbilt two years in a row and being 0-4 against Kentucky and Vanderbilt. That's not going to sit well with anyone. There are people that have been on the train that I believe will jump off the train if we lose to a bad Vanderbilt team. It is at home. That's going to help us out. But again, a must win because of how ugly it could get if we do not. And moving on, let's talk about some of the keys to the game for the Gators offense against the Vanderbilt defense. Vanderbilt doesn't have a great defense. They're allowing 408.8 yards per game. They're actually tied with Ole Miss for 104th in the nation. Granted, Ole Miss had that big shootout that had like 1,300 yards. They gave up over 600 yards against LSU last week. They also got 700 yards themselves. But with that said, this is not a great Vanderbilt offense. Um, We're talking, or defense, I should say, They have not really played outstanding offenses. I mean, they played Kentucky, actually did better against Kentucky than we did. They didn't have Ray Davis running for 280 yards. Um, But Kentucky's really not the best offense. We definitely didn't play well, but that doesn't mean that they're a great offense. Um, They played Mizzou. Mizzou's not the best offense. And then Alabama A&M, Hawaii, and this is not Colt Brennan's Hawaii and UNLV. Not exactly a murderer's row of offensive talent that they faced. So the good news is they're still not great, and they've not faced too great of offenses. I do think instead of my first key being run the football, it's definitely passed open the run. Even if we can run to open the pass this game, we do need to work on passing to open up the run because of the issues we've seen against Kentucky and other teams. In fact, if you've listened long enough, you've heard me reference this or what other teams do in stacking the box and then making us beat them with the throwing and just selling out the run as the Vanderbilt concept or the Vanderbilt defense or, you know, theory, whatever it is. Point is it's the Vandy idea. And that's because last year against Vandy, they really sold out the box and, and we lost to Nashville. And then Oregon State sold out the box. And then Utah sold out the box. Tennessee in the second half sold out the box. Kentucky sold out the box. What do all those have in common? Those were not productive halves or games. Don't know why Tennessee didn't do it in the first half, but they paid for it, and luckily we made them pay for it. Point is, Vandy's going to do the same thing this year. We've got to punish them right away. We've got to next key, get our playmakers the ball in space. Eugene Wilson will probably be back this week. He was supposed to be back last week, but then ended up not playing. Maybe he wasn't fully cleared yet. 
but get Eugene Wilson or Andy Jean or all of the above and Pearsall in space and let your playmakers play make plays. That is one thing we've not seen too much except for, hey, let's throw a screen and then try and run 10 yards. Get them with momentum, slant pattern, you know, quick in, quick out, something where they're running, they have momentum and hopefully are open. And then we can start, you know, making these linebackers back up just a little bit to try and stop a slant or stop an in or get to an out route or something. And then that little by little will open up space for the running game. And it puts stuff on film that other teams have to account for. So, yes, passed open the run this game. This is your last easy game to be able to go in and try and make something happen to put stuff on film and build off of rather than trying to build stuff against a better team. And I will say this, South Carolina, not a great defense either. I think they're currently 121st in the nation. But Vandy at home is a good place to start than on the road in Williams-Brice Stadium and trying to do some things this year to help this offense out. Favorable matchup, I do have the Gators wide receivers, especially if Wilson plays against the Vandy defensive backs. Vandy's allowed 261 passing yards per game. They're 109th in the nation in defending the pass. We definitely want to try and, you know, Take advantage of that. We want to try and do what Vandy is worse at. If you do the math there, Vandy's allowing about 140 yards on the ground a game, which is, it's all right. It's passable. But clearly they're not that great against the pass. And since they faced like Wake Forest and were behind, I think I forgot to mention Wake Forest earlier, and they were behind to, or tied back and forth with UNLV and lost. Those are times we would see actual passing versus rushing because we talked about how Kentucky, and it is true, you don't need to pass if you're ahead and you probably see more passing yards allowed if you're ahead, like against your defense if you're ahead because the other team's throwing a lot. And that's not quite the case with this Vandy team, who, by the way, put more points on Kentucky. Take advantage of their weakness, which is this passing game, and then use that to move into the run. Please, at least get it on film so other teams have to take note, and maybe we can open up this running game when we get to Williams-Brice next week or in three weeks when we get to Jacksonville. And, of course, moving on from there. For the Gators' defense against the Vandy offense, First thing we have to do is stop the run. I think I say that every week as the number one key. Last week, we were awful stopping the run many times. We had the right call on, and someone just didn't make a tackle. Someone messed up. But since people were in position, and it seems a lot more like an aberration, that's why I'm not really as mad about last week's performance. It's frustrating, but I don't think it's as systematic or systemic until we see it more and more with that said last week was awful rebuild your confidence go in take care of this vandy team like you took care of a tennessee team that still has a top five rushing attack and granted tennessee hasn't faced exactly the best defenses 
to have that top five rushing attack. I mean, they've faced a bunch of nobodies and South Carolina, like I said, South Carolina, 121st defense in the nation, but Tennessee still has a top five rushing attack and we shut that down. Get that confidence back that you had shutting down that Tennessee by shutting down Vandy's run game. Also, get sacks for INTs. In their six games, Vandy has thrown eight INTs, so over one per game average, and allowed 11 sacks. That's you know almost two per game average, and when you factor in their teams like Alabama A&M that they clearly out-talented, there's a chance that it's higher versus better competition, so we should have a chance with that. With that said, Vanderbilt, and I thought this was shocking, they are 37th in the nation. That's right, a top 40 passing offense from Vanderbilt with 274.2 yards per game. So you're going to want to get the sacks. You're going to want to force them to throw INTs. And make the game one-dimensional. I do think a favorable matchup is the Gators linebackers against the Vanderbilt running backs. Last year, they did have Ray Davis, who went to Kentucky. We saw how he did against us last week. With that said, these Vandy running backs are averaging about four yards per carry, which is decent, but not great. And again, when you look look at the matchups that they've had, when you factor in teams like Hawaii and Alabama A&M, well... That opens up plenty of opportunities to say, hey, they could have had a lot better average, you know, because they face these terrible cupcakes. But they don't. So I think our linebackers, with the inspiration of, hey, we got to get our name back, we got to show how good we actually are, I think their linebackers will be fine and are the key to this game by stopping that Vandy run game. One more thing on the Vandy pass game. Not sure yet who Vanderbilt's quarterback's going to be. Swan, their starting quarterback, he is currently out with an injury. Um, however, he may or may not be back this week. Uh, it's certainly up in the air. He has 11 TDs, 7 INTs on the year. Last week, Ken Seals took over for Swan and played against Mizzou. Seals has four touchdowns on the year, one interception, and a little bit higher passer rating, but he's had a lot less time. So that'll definitely tell us a lot more. Granted, we've faced some backup quarterbacks already this year when we faced um, Utah and didn't do the best job there. That said, I don't think either of these quarterbacks are Barnes or Johnson from Utah. So defense definitely has a get-right game chance. They just have to seize that opportunity. And I know I keep using that because there was opportunity to be seized. Unfortunately, we didn't. But now the next thing is let's get bowl eligible. Let's start working towards that 6-7 win mark for the season. Season's not over just because we got blown out by Kentucky. But where's it got to start? It's got to start this week against this bad Vanderbilt team. And it's preview. It's preview episode, which means we're going to do our truth be told. And for this week, it is truth be told about the meaning of Vanderbilt. 
And what I mean by that is beating Vandy, as far as just beating Vandy, means nothing. We can throw for 500 yards on Vandy. Doesn't mean too much for me. I remember back in 2017 hearing certain members of the press who may or may not be part of uh, the Gators broadcast team, not like, not Shane or or his partner. Why? Why is his name escaping me right now, Mark? Um, but anyways, not them, but maybe part of the pregame team. Won't say his name. Baseball was talking about how Vanderbilt would be the measuring stick for the offense. Vanderbilt is not our measuring stick. Should never be our measuring stick. Will never be our measuring stick unless we've given up all hope of ever having a good program. Vandy to me is like a cupcake, which we've talked about before. Truth be told, this is a team we should beat. The only things we can learn are terrible. Let's fast forward from 2017 to 2021. Emory Jones was leading the SEC in interceptions, was not doing well passing the ball. Dan Mullen said, I'm going to show you guys I'm the smartest man in the room. Watch how well Emory Jones throws. Threw for a ton of yards in a 45 to nothing blowout of the Commodores just two years ago. It was like, see, we can pass. Well, when we face actual good competition, it didn't go down like that. Again, the meaning of Vandy is very, very low, unless it's bad. And then we know it's an indicator. And I know this Vandy team has played us tough before. I don't forget that we only won 28 to 21 in Nashville in 1996, the year we won our first national title. I remember being there when we faced Jay Cutler in 2005 in overtime in the swamp. Reggie Lewis comes up with the interception. By the way, that's not in my notes anywhere. I just remember these games. I remember that we've played Vandy close. I was there in 2018 in Nashville when Vandy had a big lead. And I encountered like the one bad Vandy fan there is. Just like how somehow at Utah this year, I encountered like the two or three bad Utah fans there are. Um, but with that said, Vandy can only tell us so much. But what we can learn, just like we can learn from other cupcake games, and this by all means should be like a cupcake game, should not be a close game. It'll be telling if it is. But like those games we can take away of do we see the good fundamentals do we see good tackling do we see guys in position do we see us doing things on offense you know like i talked about charlotte oh my gosh we ran a slant on first down we ran a slant on second down you know are we seeing things like that that we're putting on tape for future you know teams to have to look at and maybe account for or, or are we just like, hey, we're going to keep doing these things that we know aren't working against better teams, but we're going to make it look like it's working against Fandy. Again, are we going to do a 2021 where it's like, hey, this is totally not an issue. Look, he just threw for a ton of yards and a ton, ton of touchdowns. See, everything's correct. Smartest man in the room. Or are we going to be like, hey, we're going to work on things to make us better and with that that's truth be told the meaning of vandy isn't much unless it's bad with all that said everyone 
please check out my friends over at Alvarez Lawn Company. I don't have the slide up today for those of you watching on YouTube. Alvarez Lawn Company are my friends. If you're in Central Florida, need your lawn taken care of, give them a call or text at 407-409-2617 or reach out to them via email at alvarezlawncompany at gmail.com. Also, lots of fun discussion over at gatorchatter.com right now. Some that I think is a little extreme, but it's always interesting to be part of the discussion. Check out gatorchatter.com, your Florida Gator Sports Bar. With that said, everyone, thank you all for listening. And as always, go Gators.